What is up, my friend? So let's talk about another movie. As I see, many of you from TikTok came to Megan this missing video. I have a TikTok myself, so you can go check me out. It should be provided on the screen, but be provided down below as well. Um, one of them, Campfire Tales, I talk about horror stuff, video games, movies, all that. On the other one, Direct Bulletin, it's the videos I do here, but in the shorter format. Anyways, let's talk about the Poughkeepsie tapes. I always get tongue twisted with that one. So this is a film that actually came out in 2007 and has just recently started to gain traction again. Sort of how Megan is Missing did as well on TikTok. Now the Poughkeepsie tapes are a film that I watched back in high school when they first came out. And so I was very much so like, oh my gosh, this is insane. How did they even get this like out here? Because I thought it was real at the time. We didn't get many of these movies, as I said, with Megan is Missing, of found footage horror where it felt real. A lot of them were very much so supernatural type style horror films that were claimed to be found footage. But, of course, them being supernatural, the skepticism was higher. Now, with these being based on real events or supposed real events and being more grounded, it did feel crazier to be watching something like this. And Poughkeepsie Tapes, I think, takes it a little further with the way that the tapes and everything, the quality looks damaged. And so it looks believable. And it's all presented in a true crime uh, documentary, if you will, like where you have sit down guests and everything and they talk about it and then they intercut it with what they found. So it felt very believable at the time. Now, this is one of those movies that was done to be shocking for shocking sake because it was during the time of Saw, Hostel, and movies like that that were trying to up the bar with each other. Now, the film follows a raid that the police do in Poughkeepsie, New York, where they discover 800 videotapes shot by serial killer Edward Carver. Imagine 800 videotapes. It's pretty crazy, too. In the scene in the movie, they actually show it, and it's just like a line of tapes. Um, and these tapes, he recorded his murders, um, also abductions, and also all of his victims. And the evidence was insane. So even though they had all of this evidence in the film, they say that they could never really turn to see who Carver was because he was fully disguised. And so it started a whole investigation of itself. Uh, we see all of his victims from an eight-year-old girl to a couple. And it's just insane what he does. I'm not going to get too in-depth in this video about what he does, but um, fair warning to anybody that wants to watch this. It is a pretty unsettling film, regardless if it's fake or not, because it's it's just very much so like gets under your skin. So that's pretty much what it is right there. Um, we see him take a victim called Cheryl Dempsey, and he kills her boyfriend, Tim, and he imprisons her and abuses her and calls her his slave. Now, we end up seeing her mother try to sort of help her, but then realizes that she is being videotaped by himself, the killer, Carver. And so he just pretty much is just this psychotic, beyond help serial killer. And the film really does a great job at really showcasing how far gone this person or whatever he is now has become. And what is very interesting about it is just like I said, the way the film is done where it feels like a documentary. Like you have testimonials from family, police, and all of this interlaced with the f supposed found footage. So, I mean, it's a very, very unsettling film. Um, what ends up happening in the film is that they see that James Foley is an officer who has been linked to some of these crimes by specimens that they find, samples, all of this surrounding the victims. 
But what we find out is that he was actually like framed by the killer himself. And this is exactly um, what the killer wanted. So people forgot all about him, but he was still out there. Um, so the police end up like doing everything over and they end up finding Cheryl in an empty house. They also see that she is damaged beyond belief. And let me tell you, honestly, out of everything in the film, I think that this was the creepiest, most unsettling scene in the whole movie when they find Cheryl because just like, what the, like, it feels like something that you're not supposed to be watching. And that's what I think the film does very well indeed. And it doesn't feel like fabricated. This feels like I shouldn't be looking at this right now. And so I think that it was very much so done very well by the director, uh, John Eric Dowdle, I believe that's his name. Um, she is suffering from malnourishment with her. She identifies uh, with Edward Carver and she tries to defend him saying that he was in love with her. And then we find out two weeks later that she actually commits suicide after she was taken from him. What we see is that her body is then taken from the burial site and a tape is left in the coffin. The investigators don't know where Carver is, but say he will probably be watching this documentary. And the post credit scene shows a woman being filmed by Carver and he's like, I'll let you live as long as you don't blink. And my goodness, it's just the movie you go and want to take a shower after because it is just so like icky getting under your skin and... Um, it's, it's just beyond like, it's, it's something I don't want to watch again. I remember it vividly after seeing it pop up on Twitch, 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 I was about to talk about Twitch. I'm gonna make a Twitch one of these days, but, um, after seeing it pop up on TikTok, I just remembered this movie and I was just like, that movie really got to me when I first watched it back then. And so I don't, um, anticipate this uh being a good watch especially if you're easily um triggered or easily frightened it is very disturbing and i would say it's far more disturbing than uh, megan is missing so if that one got under your skin don't don't go over here um but yeah like i said both films um during the time really uh got into this sort of cultish type films because they did it differently from the other found footage horror films because they eliminated that supernatural element of it and gave a more real element and i think that's what made people really feel like damn that this is like beyond scary than maybe paranormal activity where just things are moving about but this feels like a real threat and i mean edward carver i think is one of the most horrifying um monsters in cinema because just just the way that some of the scenes are done. I think the most infamous scene in this film has to be the one where the lady is just like taped uh, her mouth shut and she's just like hanging from something. And you see Edward Carver coming from the distance all like maniacal, psychotic. And you're just like, this, <laughs> you know, it's just like something that really gets to you. So. Yeah, I think Poughkeepsie Tapes definitely is a better film. It is much better done, the whole mockumentary and everything. Not that Megan is Missing was trying to be a mockumentary, but it was a found footage. But I think that the way this was presented, it feels very believable at times that you would fall for it. And I could see somebody who just stumbles upon this on the TV would think they're actually watching a crime, real crime documentary and believe this is real crimes that were committed. So... 
you know, I thought that that was what made this movie different. Uh, to my knowledge, this movie isn't banned anywhere like Megan is Missing was. Um, yeah, it did come out in Tribeca Film Festival 2007. Um, it was supposed to come out into a theatrical release in 2008. I actually saw it. It was on uh, video on demand for a short while, and that's the way I was able to see it. Then it was on YouTube, so it's been all over the place. And then I think it's officially been re-released a couple of years ago. So, yeah, it's something that if you're up for it, watch it. But it is very, very disturbing, and I, I couldn't sit through it through another watch because it is just something that gets under your skin and it's just creepy so if you've watched the movie let me know your thoughts on it below what are you uh thinking about this film do you think that the hype is getting is what it's supposed to be or do you think this film is overhyped i don't think it's overhyped i think it definitely does something different than what we've seen before be done and that's exactly why the film gets praised nowadays than it did back in the day back in the day i don't really remember much people watching and talking about it but now with this new renewal on inter on tiktok it should be interesting to see where this movie heads to so anyways that's gonna do it for me check out my megan is missing video if you haven't already we will be talking about more movies pretty soon that are also on tiktok trending because it, it honestly when you get on tiktok some of the things that they talk about it just unlocks memories for you like I'm on Yu-Gi-Oh! TikTok and I just see like these Yu-Gi-Oh! cards and everything. I won't get into that right now, but I'm just saying there's a lot on there. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow me on TikTok, down below is my TikToks or on the screen right here. Campfire Tales is where I talk about horror stuff. Direct Bulletin are these videos I talk on here in a shorter format. But you can also follow me on Twitter at NerdRound. You can subscribe to my channel here. You can turn on the bell for notifications. You can go to my website, NerdRound.com, for more stuff on the things you love. And that's going to do it for me. I'll see all of you next time. Stay safe. Stay positive.